Welcome to the Equip Podcast. Here you'll find conversations from people of all different walks of life, sharing their experiences, the things the Lord has taught them, and things to equip you. Equip is based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, that talks about equipping God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That is our goal here, to build you up and equip you through seasons of ups and downs in life. Welcome back to the Equip Podcast. Today we're kicking off season three, and I cannot wait for you to hear the episodes that are coming. To start off season three and the new year, Debbie Stewart and I will be sharing about self-care and spending time wisely. I am so excited about this episode. I really believe that this is going to be the year to change your life, and in more ways than one. But actually, it depends on how you look at it. So we're going to look at some techniques, some methods, some helpful hints. I'm going to call them um, minute maximizers that we can best manage our time to have the best year ever. Absolutely. And we're taking a different spin, not necessarily the New Year's resolutions route. Right. And mostly um, New Year's resolutions are dumped by the end of January. So that's (laughs) not going to work. But here's the deal. In order for things to be different, you have to do different. You have to be different. And the Bible tells us in John 10, 10, God wants you to have the abundant life. But it also reminds us there's an enemy of our soul who does not want us to live that life. Absolutely. Sometimes it can feel like we are in the fight for our Mm -hmm. lives. And at times we can be really overwhelmed with the thought, there's got to be more to life than this. I hear people say that all the time. There's got to be more to life. And we're going to be talking about two important areas to move us toward the abundant life, because the truth is there is more to this life and we need to get to it. Absolutely. And what are those areas? So today we're going to talk about self-care and spending time wisely. The two S's. Easy to remember. You can remember that. If you're driving, you don't have to take notes. So let's start with the last one first, which I feel like is the most important. I believe it's the key to positioning ourselves for a great year because I want the Lord to accomplish his every intention for my life this year. As I look back on 2021, I can identify some areas where I got stuck. I didn't quite accomplish everything that the Lord intended. So as we look at spending time wisely, let's look at some helpful hints that will help us set ourselves up for success in that area. Okay, so spending time wisely. I've been around women's ministry long (laughs) enough to know what that means. Yes, It's your 20 minutes a day challenge, which you challenge women 20 minutes a day with the Lord for the rest of your life. No excuses, no conditions, no reservations. That's a great way to maximize our time. So what should we be doing in those 20 minutes? Well, I love that you asked that because, you know, it's one thing to say you should do your quiet time. You should have your Bible study. But what exactly does that look like and what exactly should you be doing? So one way that I do that is to set up a place and a time. So make that an appointment that you have with the Lord and at least start with 20 minutes. If you don't have kids, you can probably do a lot more than that. And just as a reminder, don't be a no-show. When you make an appointment for a doctor's appointment and you don't attend on their schedule, they write next to your name NS, which means no show. So that's half the battle, just showing up with the Lord. Absolutely. So jumping back into reading the Bible without reading it for a while, or even jumping into reading the Bible for the first time can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes even 20 minutes can feel overwhelming Mm -hmm. if this is a new thing for you. So where do you recommend women start and what tools do you recommend? So if you're just starting Bible study, then start with one Proverbs a day that corresponds with that particular day. So today's December 20th. You would be reading Proverbs chapter 20. Uh, For 20 
20 minutes, if you would read proverb, one proverb and five Psalms, you can start at the beginning of Psalms. You can start at the end and work your way back. But if you read one Proverbs and five Psalms, you will have read through Psalms and Proverbs every month. And those are wisdom books. So that's a great place to start. And that will generally take you about 20 minutes. Or you can also start in the New Testament and start with the Gospel of John and read a chapter a day. But listen, if you can just get through a few verses, this is not some test that we have to pass every day. We want to sit down with the Lord. We want to commit our day to Him. We want to ask Him to speak through us. Uh, There's a scripture in Luke 14, I think it's 1445 that says, uh, give me understanding into your word and help me to understand uh, what it means. So that would be a great scripture to pray. Then you make your prayer request to the Lord. You read some of his scriptures. You jot down the important phrases, the action words. Maybe if you have time, you'll define some of those words. So just start with reading and identifying key passages. Absolutely. I know for me, um, She Reached Truth has mm-hmm. been a really helpful resource. Um, they, You can buy the book or they can send you emails with some commentary and mm-hmm. scriptures to read. They have a podcast that they talk about what scripture they're all going through together. I know also having that accountability of friends has been so mm-hmm. helpful. There's an app as well. Yes. So. Well, and I have some friends who I've got one in Nashville and one is in Montana. Mm-hmm. And so we're far away. But that's mm-hmm. one way that we've been able to stay connected is every Christmas season, we do the She Reads Truth Advent Study and just kind of talk to each other about it. Hey, are you keeping up with your reading? Um, we use the Marco Polo app to stay mm-hmm. connected. And that has been so helpful to have that accountability. I do the same with several of my friends. And here's a question they always ask me. Uh, it's not so English teachers, forgive me, but it's not correct grammar. But this is what they say. What's God got you working on? Mm. Or what's God working through your life right now? So like today, what did God have you working on today? And I can usually refer back to a scripture. This is what I'm learning. I just have been studying through Psalms. And um, there's been some great practical application that I can share with them. And then they share with me. So I love that accountability. Absolutely. I've also found the chronological Bible reading is so helpful in reading the stories like in the timeline mm-hmm. that they happened mm-hmm. has been mm-hmm. I've done it once it took me a few years granted I didn't do it in a year it took me a few years and it was so helpful to see how the stories lined up and how it all fits together. Mm -hmm. So that's another resource. And to get this whole thing started, just set up a time and a place, either at the corner of your kitchen table, maybe some corner desk, just a little place where you know that you meet with the Lord. And not only that, it's a great example. If you have kids in your home, they know that when you're in that place, you you are meeting with the Lord and how important that is and a priority that you're making now. Absolutely. So how is your daily time with the Lord set up and how has it been impactful for you? So I usually ask the Lord, what does he want me to study next? And I'll begin to ask that. I've been studying through Psalms already. I've been asking the Lord, where do you want me to study next? So spring Bible study is going to be about Elijah. So I know that I'm going to be in Kings for a while. And then also as I'm reading through, uh, recently I was studying through Isaiah, as as I'm reading through God's word and making important notes, if you miss a day, don't get on some guilt trip. Just just start back the next day and don't say, oh, this is just terrible. I missed a day. Uh, here's an important uh, thing that happened in my life regarding our son. And one of the reasons daily Bible studies become so important to me because something I almost missed. The day that we learned Jared's 
uh, parole from being released from prison after about 10 years had been denied, I was in a very, very difficult time. It was such a hard day for me. I I was really uh, sitting on the floor for quite some time. And when I got up and pulled myself back to the desk where I meet with the Lord, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't even know where to flip in scripture to find an encouraging verse or something that would be helpful to me. I didn't even know what to do. Like, what do you say? And it dawned on me, just pick up where you left off the day before. That's all I know to do. I was in Isaiah. I was in chapter 49. I picked up where I'd left off that day before, and I was reading Isaiah 49, and verse 24 says this, If a giant steals your plunder and a tyrant holds your people captive, you shall know that I, the Lord God, am on your side. I will defend your cause and I will fight for your children. And it stunned me. God's word stunned me that way. There's no way in the world I could have gone and looked for that perfect verse out of Isaiah 49. That's how the Lord works in our life. As you come to him, as you show up, as you pull yourself up to that desk every day, he is going to speak to you about what's going on in your life at the time. It's so cool to see how the Lord works in those ways. Um, I know that was a season in your life that you were praying fervently, which you still mm-hmm, do, but I'm, mm-hmm. as you went through that trial. So how can we learn to pray? What are some tools we can use if prayer feels intimidating? I loved using prayer books. There's a very old book. It's called Puritan Prayers. The name mm-hmm. of the book is Valley of Vision, and it's a collection of Puritan prayers. So they've got the these and the vows, that old English language. But what I learned uh, through reading their prayers is how to express myself to the Lord and how to just talk to the Lord, how to communicate to Him. Uh, and sometimes we have rote prayers and prayers that we've learned, and it gets to be repetition, but Really, prayers are just communicating to the Lord. Now, I like to pray scripture, so I try to find a way to turn a scripture that I'm reading into a prayer. So the Isaiah 49 verse that says, I will defend your cause and I will fight for your children. I made that into a prayer. Lord, a giant is holding my person captive. Would you please fight for them? Would you please defend our cause? And thank you, Lord, that you are on our side. So scripture prayers, uh, praying scripture. Puritan Prayers, The Valley of Vision. I also love a book by Stormy O'Martian. She's written the book um, uh, about women who pray and and praying for your wives who pray for your husbands. Power of a praying wife. Yes, Mm -hmm. and she's written a book on uh, praying scripture. And so I like to read um, through that book as well. So that's usually what I do at the close of my Bible study time. I usually get on my knees at my desk. Uh, read through a prayer book, uh, mm-hmm. just a, a paragraph of prayers, and then close and pray at that moment. And it just fits like that. It feels right. Yes. For me, I know prayer note cards have been really helpful. Yes. This is not something that I came up with. I heard a pastor talking about it one time, and I couldn't even remember who it was mm-hmm. um, to give them credit. Um, but basically, you get a note card, and you can have a note. I just have one. Some people have one for each category of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I'm going to be praying for my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I read scripture that I want to pray over my husband, I write that on the note card. Um, so for example, every morning I pray the 
armor of God, mm-hmm. oh, that that would be on my husband. Um, praying for any decisions that we have coming up. I'll just jot those down. Um, COVID has lived on that prayer card for a very long mm-hmm. time. Um, also praying for my church and community. So our pastor and his family are on my prayer card. Our worship pastor and his family are on our prayer card as we're working through transition in our church and just praying for the leaders of our church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also our 10-10-10 challenge that we have been challenged with and our church is praying towards of 10 new campuses, 10,000 baptisms over the next 10 10 years. So as things come up or someone asks me to pray for something, um, I'll put this on my prayer card and that marks my spot in my Bible. It's like a bookmark. And so um, I know every time where I am in the Bible and I start off praying the scriptures over those things, praying for specific people. And that has really helped me to organize my prayer life. As a very practical tool in my Bible yes. study journal, I do my Bible study when I'm working through Psalms or at that point where I was working through Isaiah. I do that. And this might be so weird, but this is the way I'm wired and it works for me. So here's the deal. You have to figure out what works for you, mm-hmm. the way that you're wired. But I'll do my Bible study on the right-hand side of my page and I'll list my prayers and write out my my burdens to the Lord and my questions to the Lord on the left-hand side of the page. So it's really strange how those prayers and those questions come up in Bible study from the left-hand uh-huh. side to the right-hand side. So it's just communication that way with the Lord. Absolutely. And it's trial and error. You yes. see what works for you. And if something That's doesn't work for you, it's okay. That's if right. note cards don't work for you, do something else. Mm-hmm. If journaling doesn't work for you, do something else because we're all wired differently. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's move to our second area, which is self-care. And uh, hopefully we'll do an entire podcast about this. This is a hot topic right now. And so taking care of our physical health can be challenging. It can be overwhelming, uh, especially trying to incorporate maybe an hour-long workout or prepare your whole meals or budget planning or meal planning yeah, for the week. Yeah, you're not going to catch me doing an hour-long yeah. workout every day. 60 I, minutes, not it's happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> me either. So this is what uh, is helpful to me. I hope this might work for you. Make it manageable. Mm-hmm. Maximize your minutes. So every morning, I do a little seven-minute stretching in the morning. Again, not going to do 60 minutes, but I can do seven. Years ago, I Googled... Um, I have some back problems and some other things. So I Googled what would be best in the morning. And it's a little seven-minute routine. And then through the uh, years, I've added to that just that seven-minute stretching routine. I've done deep breathing. I've added to that. I, I add prayers of thankfulness. I think to the Lord. So I'm not necessarily like praying, but I'm I'm just thankful to the Lord. And I add my expressions of gratitude to the Lord. While I'm doing that stretching, I commit my day to the Lord. I ask that He will use me that day to accomplish His purpose. I mean, just in seven minutes, you can accomplish a lot. And during that time, it's seven minutes worth of stretching. So you can Google that or look that up and see what's available. And then also, I do the same thing in the evening, seven minutes of stretching, usually to a praise and worship song to help me refocus and wind down, Uh, not to Fox News. I don't turn the TV on. (laughs) Uh, And statistics have proven, and it has happened to me, that this helps promote overnight digestion for better gut health. We know that gut health now, how important that is. So if time allows, another thing that doctors suggest that I do is I prop my legs up against the wall, like for 15 or 20 minutes, if I have time, that's not only stretching, stretching my back, stretching legs and I'll do my arms, but also that helps to promote good digestion and promotes good sleep habits. Mm. So listen, good sleep habits are essential to restorative rest, and your body needs that to function effectively. So when we start neglecting and shortcutting that area, you're going to experience negative results. 
And let me also say this. The National Sleep Foundation recommends that you stop using electronic devices, so cell phones, computers, 30 minutes before bed. Because checking your phone right before bed can lead to distracting emotion. I have done this. This has mm-hmm. happened to me. Thoughtful, um, just uh, all kinds of other thoughts, anxiety. And then I'll start thinking about something. I'll get on a train of thought, and I cannot uh, put my mind at rest. Even though my body might be resting, my mind will not. So I try to turn that device off and that allows for better restorative sleep and sleep habits. Absolutely. Um, There was a girl we had on our podcast in season two, Erin Carey, Mm -hmm. um, who has talked about, I don't remember if she talked about it on that podcast or on her Instagram or something like that, but I've heard her talk about how when our body is in stress, sometimes it isn't helpful to go do that HIIT workout or that cardio workout or something that is heavy on our bodies that sends up our stress levels mm-hmm. and that hormone mm-hmm. that we need. Um, but when our body is already elevated to stress, sometimes it's more helpful to do a yoga session or stretching or something that's still moving our body but allows our body to move towards intentional slowness. And so that has been helpful for me, too, to learn, hey, it's okay if I don't get in the hour-long right. cardio session. Right. Like, doing seven minutes of, stretch- of stretching can be just right. as beneficial for my a body A 10-minute walk mind. in the morning, a 10-minute walk in the evening. And what we now know, medically speaking, from professionals, is that physical health is connected to mental health, emotional health, and all the other. But those things are connected. And Absolutely. Uh, mental uh, issues or illness, they're they're to all kinds of levels, but mental health issues and mental illness are seriously, and now we're learning, dangerously increasing. And that's among Christian and non-Christians alike. Well, and it's all connected. Um, One thing I will say that's been helpful to me as far as my physical health, but also helping with my mental health Mm -hmm. as well, is starting my day with a smoothie. Because I can cram so many fruits, protein, put my greens in there, Mm -hmm. and that is helpful because then... I start my day, I feel like, on a healthy note, and then it also helps my mind Mm -hmm. as I'm thinking through what am I going to eat through the day and making sure that digestive health stays Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. um, and helping myself, I mean, not worry, I know when I get to the end of the day and I'm thinking, have I eaten anything that's good for my Mm -hmm. body today? It kind of stresses (laughs) me out a little bit, and then it's harder for my brain to be able to rest. It does. And so that's been helpful for me. And psychological issues are wearing us down to the point of medical and physical sickness. Mm -hmm. So back to manageable and maximizing your minutes. Here's just a few proven activities that can improve your overall physical, mental, emotional state. These are all things that we can do. I don't know, 10 or 12 of these. We could actually do all of these today in just a few minutes. Uh, Here's a few. Stop to enjoy all aspects of the day. The sunset, the sunrise, the flowers, maybe do some gardening, notice animals, just notice things that in our fast pace of life, we've been too busy. One of the things that Jared loved after he was released from prison is he'd love to sit on the porch and feel the breeze across his face Mm. to put his feet on green grass. So those are things that the Lord has provided for us. We need to be more thankful. We need to learn to laugh more. Maybe take a 10-minute walk in the morning or in the evening or both would be ideal. 
It's been proven that writing a note of encouragement or, in our day and age, texting someone releases hormones and stress-releasing hormones in our mind. Using a stress ball if necessary. Perform random acts of kindness. One thing that I now love to do is just let people out in traffic. Let let people go ahead of you. Let people pull out if necessary. And then then that uh, exercise we've talked about, deep breathing exercises, yoga, pet a dog, eat more healthy foods. Okay, now healthy foods, (laughs) that includes chips and cases from Chewy's, right? Uh, yeah, that is totally jalapeno. Creamy jalapeno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So since Mexican food makes me happy, I feel like it's necessary for my mental health. <laughs> I mean, it's healthy, quote unquote. Yeah, not really. Yeah, it's, fine. Yeah. it's fine. So my once a week, okay, four times a week habit <laughs> is probably going to need to change. Being honest here. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, on a more serious note, um, it is so helpful, I think, as we consider taking care of our mental health and well-being. Mm-hmm. Um the tools that we have in place. So for example, counseling has been super beneficial Mm -hmm, to me. mm -hmm. We're going to talk about this on another episode, so I won't dive too Mm -hmm. deep into that. Uh, But having a counselor to meet with once a week or every other week Mm -hmm. has been so helpful um, because she has a lot more tools that I didn't even know about that she's been able to share with me. Um, Another thing that I have found that kind of calms me down is, especially after a long or maybe Mm -hmm. stressful day, when I get home from work is turning like the main lights off and just mm-hmm. having lamps yeah. on yeah. kind of quiets the house a little bit. And I feel like when my environment is quiet and peaceful, I feel more mm-hmm. quiet and peaceful. Mm-hmm. So even taking five or 10 minutes to tidy the house can help. Um, turning on a, a diffuser with some of my favorite essential oils mm-hmm. and they make one called stress away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got that going. Very good. Um, uh, and I love candles and they have yes. those essential oils in them. And I love, as soon as I get home, I'm lighting candles. And uh, it's been said that your room needs seven points of light. So I'm thinking, oh, seven candles, but that's, I mean, seven lamps or seven candles. But what it's referring to is just a little nightlight, a lamp, a candle, some or some other type of light that you can have. Yes. We're recording this episode in December. So I still have my Christmas tree lights yes, on. The Christmas and I light. won't lie to you, by the time this episode airs, I might still have my Christmas tree up because I love it so much. I I usually have a string of twinkle lights across my mantle. And so whatever decoration for the seasons, it is always woven through. A, it's just, just a, calming. It is. Just it a, is. a string of lights. Absolutely. I've also found that breathing exercises can be right. really helpful mm-hmm. in taking time to just take those deep breaths. Um There's even some prayers that you can do Mm -hmm. while you're praying. I know we mentioned that earlier. I'll see if I can link to any of those Mm -hmm. in our show notes. Oh, good. Well, I hope our listeners are making the connection between the overall health of self-care, physical health, mental health, emotional, spiritual. All of those things are connected. Oh, and let me add this one thing that I learned recently. I make my yearly well woman uh, visit to my doctor a priority. So please, please do this. There are so many preventative measures that can take place at that uh, doctor's appointment. So I do blood. Blood work as a part of that checkup, and I received a call back that afternoon stating that my blood work was all out of whack. And so my doctor was letting me know your vitamin D is extremely low, you're deficient in vitamin B, magnesium was low, sodium was too high. Thank you, chips and salsa, uh, my tri- <laughs> triglycerides, and was problematic. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like I can, this cannot be right. I take a handful of vitamins every day. Like my, I've tried to make self care very important, important part of my day. And this is what she said. And I'll never forget this. She said, you might be taking vitamins and nutrients, but your body is not absorbing them. She went on to explain that the health of my gut, the integrity of the wall of my intestines, my stomach acids, pancreatic secretions all reduce absorption. Mm. 
And so I had to make some changes so that I could retain the benefit of my daily regimen. I was not absorbing what I was taking in. Which is so important to consider on the spiritual side of things too. And I can look at my life at times and see when I have spent time reading the Bible, but Mm -hmm. I'm not absorbing it. You didn't take it in. Uh You did it. You made the check I did it Mm -hmm. and I checked it off my list, but it's like James, I think it's James that talks about looking in the mirror and then forgetting what you look like as soon as you walk away. But making sure that we're intentional about absorbing our time Mm -hmm. with the Lord. And that's one thing that we're trying to help women with as we are in January. No, we have the perfect tool for that right now. We have started, we started a few days ago on January 1st, but obviously it's not too late to join us. And we're challenging women to spend the first 22 days Mm -hmm. of 2022 in 20 minutes with the Lord. So it's 20 20 minutes minutes a day day for 22 22 days days in 2022. And that's what we're challenging our women. And we would love for you to join us. Absolutely. And in December, through our Bible study program, we learned how to pay attention. Excuse me. In December, we learned how to make room through our Advent study, make room for the Lord in our life so that we can prepare to absorb the Bible study time that's time we spend with the Lord. January, we're going to be learning to pay attention. So two important tools, making room for the Lord to work in your life and paying attention to the direction of God, to the activity of God in your life. And the Bible says in Psalm 143.10, lead me forward on firm footing. And that has been our prayer, that God would lead you forward on firm footing. Absolutely. Now, before we can end any episode of the Equip podcast, we always have to ask our listeners, what is something you're loving and what is something you're learning? So we'll answer that today. Do you want to go first? Okay. So what I'm loving is flannel season. I love flannels. (laughs) I love to sit by the fire. I love to sit outside on the Y'all, you should hear Debbie before we plan an event. She's like, can we make this a flannel event? Let's make this a cozy, cozy. I love cozy and warm. I just (laughs) love that. And then something I'm learning, I'm having so much fun learning about um, Disney princesses. This is my first time. I've had boys, grandsons. So I have a little granddaughter. And for Christmas, she wanted the little uh, little Disney princesses. So I'm learning all about those. Oh, I love it. It's been fun. So fun. So for me, I'm loving sweatshirt season. Yep. I also love being cozy. You know, we live in Texas, and you don't always get to wear these flannels and sweatshirts. But totally you have, need to get our women's ministry yes, new yes, sweatshirts. Yes, we have women's ministry sweatshirts if you want to check those out on our Instagram. Um, but I love getting to wear mm-hmm. a sweatshirt. Um, also, one thing I'm learning is to give myself grace. Good. Um, as we're talking about all of these challenges, as we're talking about how we want to make improvements and maximize moments in 2022, I'm going into that with an attitude of wanting to give myself grace. If I miss a day of mm-hmm. eating healthy, it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. It It's not helpful for me to sit here and beat myself right. up over something that I forgot to do or missed or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, and so I'm trying to Mm-hmm. Be kind, um, but also still striving to seek the Lord and striving to make these improvements in my life. And that's the wonderful thing. The Bible says that His mercies are new every morning. So every day we have the ability, we have the decision to start fresh, to start new. Absolutely. And make that day uh, a day that counts toward the abundant life. Absolutely. We'll see you all for the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Equip Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode drops. And follow us on social media to stay connected. We're at GABC underscore women. See you next time.